To make your kiss incomplete I wanna talk to you When life reaches out and takes you Welcome to Prince Travel Track presents Stevie Wonder Classics. Uh, today we're going to be talking about Think of Me as Your Soldier from the album Where I'm Coming From, uh, which was released on April the 12th, 1971. As with all the tracks on this album, they are written by Sirita and Stevie Wonder. Uh, on the track, it is pretty much Stevie Wonder. Um, he's got some orchestrations and stuff, but I think those were done by him, basically. <laughs> uh, there's some kind of like flute stuff at the start of this. Um, but uh, I think David Van Peet and Jerry Reiser, sorry, uh, Paul Reiser and Jerry Long did some arrangements. Um, but uh, most of that is for, you know, some of the other tracks on this album. There's not kind of individual kind of uh, credits for this. Um, it was released as the B-side of If You Really Love Me on the 22nd of July 1971. Uh, the track is 3 minutes 37, although that was shortened to 3 minutes 19 for it to be that B-side. And joining me to talk about today is Elliot Wallace. Hello, Elliot. Hello, Darren. The Rolling Stone review for this album, the, the one that came out at the time, uh, was not favourable. Uh, and I think that's always a good place to start uh, with these first few albums when apparently people didn't realise Stevie Wonder was a genius, <laughs> which is kind of weird. Um, but of note, he praises this track. Um, the, the writer for Rolling Stone yeah. um, actually praises this track as one of the... Uh, the, mo- the, the mo- he, Well, he actually says the most successful cuts, think of me as your soldier and if you really love me. So obviously the A side and the B side are short, unassuming love songs, pleasant vehicles for the wonder charm. Um, and I, th- I, I, <laughs> I think that's, that's, kind of, um, that's kind of correct. Um, you know, this is kind of just like a, you know, a simple kind of love song um, you know, and it does feature, um, I, I, I mean, I, I've got to say probably one of my favorite vocals on this entire album, just the kind of, um, how mm. he starts kind of low and then it kind of, oh, oh it's yeah, just, absolutely. his voice is so beautiful. Um, it's, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I just wanted to say kind of going off of some of the, um, some of like the re- reviews I was reading that too. And I am just really perplexed. I, I need to sit down with the whole record, uh, uh and just really listen to what that reviewer was listening to. I don't understand how you could not like this. I, I mean, maybe I was going off of, of those two songs. Cause I am pretty familiar with, if you really love me, I wasn't familiar with this song, but hearing this song, I really, I, I, I didn't just grow on me. I kind of liked it instantly. It was just, it felt really Neo soul decades before Neo soul existed. It felt very folk soul as folk soul was kind of on the rise. Um, but it just, it, it hit so easily and I couldn't understand like, was the rest of the album just kind of, you know, covering for like, just not as good as this. I don't understand. <laughs> like, yeah, I, it's just, I don't get it. I don't know what I'm yeah, saying. Um, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's kind of interesting because obviously, you know, like I, I think, you know, the, 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 the album before this, which is pointed out in this Rolling Stone review as well, which is like, you know, that that was the first album that Stevie Wonder kind of wrote, produced, did all the, the music, all that kind of stuff. But that wasn't completely true. Like, um, you know, that was still an album that had like cover versions. And, you know, like it like mm. it, it wasn't 100 percent like Stevie Wonder. There was still like a lot of other artists that were involved in that. And, you know, Barry Gordy still had a kind of level of control over Signed, Sealed and Delivered. That means it wasn't 100 percent, you know, a Stevie Wonder album. 
um you know and, and right. the, the fact that like there's other kind of like he he, did, he covered like a you know a lot of other songs but he also had kind of co-writers with him um so like in addition to the cover of you know we can work it out science C delivered is is got two kind of co-writers as well as Cyrita and stevie wonder and you know there's like even though stevie wonder was co-writing like 50 percent of the album there's still songs that just aren't his um, so it's really weird that mm. this this guy's kind of like yeah, but this isn't Stevie's first fully produced like album. When in in actual fact it kind of is. Like this is this is the first time where pre- Stevie is playing right. the drums and also doing like all the keyboards and pretty much every single instrument that he can play. Um, and like I said, there's this kind of uh, this kind of mournful arrangement at the start of this song, which sounds sounds like it's like strings. Um, it sounds like there's a kind of flute sound in there, but obviously it's all uh, kind of yeah. synths. I think um to to the best of my knowledge um and i i mean like mm. it might have been yeah yeah and it just starts off so wonderfully with that kind of like it's almost a, like a little bit downbeat like it feels like it's gonna go into a minor key but then when stevie comes in um and the vocals are very kind of like close and breathy and I, if you're ever listening mm. to it in headphones it literally feels like you're kind of you know stevie wonder is in front of you kind of it's, singing it it's like so close yeah he, he's right there. Yeah, and it's such a, you. I don't know, it's such a wonderful, I, I can kind of understand, I guess, why uh, Vince Aletti was like, yeah, it's one of the better songs. But it's like, dude, like, this is, <laughs> this album is like, at worst, an 8 out of 10. Like, it, you know, it, it, like, if if there's a couple of, you know, there's only nine songs on here, and, you know, there's one or two maybe where you're like, you know, maybe he kind of didn't fully succeed with what he was trying to do. Um, but, you know, this is like, such a, I think... You know, uh, you know, as I would have said, like kind of the first two tracks, I think, are a little bit weaker. Do yourself a favor does kind of go on just a little bit long, like it's six minutes. Um, yeah, but it's still kind of fun. Just like just the way he sings the word favor um, in the same way that like how as soon as that finishes, and you get that kind of little mournful arrangement. And then just that kind of he's so like his lower register is so beautiful. It's kind of like think of me as your soldier, mm. the man whose life is for you. And it, I mean, again, this is this is obviously something uh, that I think is a key of this album, which is obviously it's co-written with Cyrita and it is. And I mean, mm-hmm. you know, obviously there's there's not really a kind of a full attempt at like social messages. Like there's a couple of little kind of social things in there, and I think that's Vince Letty's criticism is like it's not as good as Marvin Gaye's What's Going On, but it's like what else that year was as good as Marvin Gaye's What's Going On? Like, oh sure, know. absolutely, yeah. I mean that. I mean the seventies, insofar as music, there is yeah, exactly. There's like. Where do you go from what's going on? But at the same time, I think, yeah, it might not be. It's not fair to compare it to what's going on in that way because it might not have the big banner kind of political messages, but it has personal political messages. I think what they both shared is insofar as, you know, love in, in any way, shape or form, whether it's like romantic love with someone else or the actual love of humanity that they share or God's love. Uh, which um, that next line, you know, uh, and the sweetest love, the greatest than that's greater than time has known. That is an important aspect of for both. And I don't think it's, you know, it's it's fair to say there's no social messaging or there's nothing like I feel like where what's going on was a lot more focused on jazz. This was uh, you know, again, I have to kind of sit down and listen to the whole thing. But this was a lot more folk uh kind of uh inspired too and maybe a little bit more church inspired and the kind in of, stevie wonders would go on to get a little bit more into uh, a little bit more would focus 
would bring out more of a jazz influence in later work. But at the same time, I, I you know, this is its own thing. And I don't, I, that reviewer, I mean, I, I hate complaining about reviewers, but like that one just yeah seems weird. I don't want to say unfair, but like. It just seems weird. Yeah, if if it feels like he he I don't know he had like I don't know a bad sandwich or something. Like it feels like he listened to the album <laughs> and he was in a mood and it didn't matter what the album was doing. You know, like and, and like the the message that comes through from this song. I mean, particularly once we get to the like the I mean the chorus is so beautiful. It's kind of insane. <laughs> like once he kind of goes up to that higher register and he's like, you know, and we'll be lovers seeing love by heaven's light. Just the kind of the way that those words. I mean. You know, everyone kind of knows that Stevie Wonder has got, you know, uh, the voice of an angel. Um, but, yeah. like, the way he writes lyrics as well, uh, and obviously full credit as well to Cyrita. You know, this is obviously, uh, you know, this is an album that feels like it's written by two lovers, kind of kind of making it clear how much they love each other. <laughs> you know, as much as, you know, the outside world maybe doesn't want to know, um, you know, and particularly this reviewer. But, like, you can really feel, like, yeah. in each lyric, like, it, 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 like, not only does it feel like Stevie is singing it to you, but it feels like he's singing it directly to Sarita, who's probably in the booth, yeah. kind of like, you know, watching as the, as as he's kind of recording these songs. Uh, but just the kind of the rhythm of that, you know, we'll be lovers seeing love by heaven's light. And then kind of, you know, changing it to lovers dreaming dreams, each blessed by night. Like, oh, it's just, I mean, you know, it, it, like that's, it's kind of, the thing I always say about Stevie Wonder is it kind of makes you kind of, um, kind of embarrassed about anything you've ever done in your life because this guy's 21 and you know this is just him starting out <laughs> like and he's already at this level and it's kind of like insane how like just every aspect of this song this is probably my, my favorite song on this album to, to be honest with you and I think yeah. I'm, I'm surprised this wasn't an A side you know I'm surprised this I, I know coming off of like uh, you know if you really love me like that song I I, I'm, I'm not sure what the charting of it, but I know I heard that a lot growing up on like classic soul radio. But I, I, it's still kind of surprising that this wasn't just like made as a, a single. But at the same time, it also makes a little bit of sense because it's, I don't know. It, it's, it's, it also has, I have a lot of feelings about this song and it's, they're all good feelings. Um, and it's also kind of like a rare groove in a way where it's a shame that I haven't heard this more often, but it's a surprise and a treasure to actually hear. Yeah. And particularly like, um, you know, like you say, there is this kind of groove that when he does the by heaven's light, like that, da, 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 the little kind of the blessed by night. Mm -hmm. And then when it goes to the I will find the promised paradise and then the kind just I don't know, just like the declaration of with you there, I'll spend my life like. Again, I mean, this is something, obviously, you know, previously I talked about Prince and he would sometimes do this, like, instead of saying, I'll spend my life there with you, it's with you there, I'll spend my life. And it just, it just works perfectly as like, even though it yeah. doesn't really rhyme with paradise, <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's kind of good enough that when Stevie de delivers it, it's just kind of in, insane, like how, how perfectly it fits. Um, you know, and of course, when he says, you know, in our hearts, there are no others, we are bound as two lovers uh, to give great eternal love. And just that kind of like the way he sings eternal love, it's uh, I don't know, it's kind of weird because obviously like two years later, they were divorced. So, <laughs> so yeah. but still like in this particular moment, as he's recording this song, you can feel the kind of like the love that he has for Cyrita. Um, you know, and just kind of uh, the, the just like the the little kind of just the way he says, you know, to give great eternal love, and I don't know. It's, I, and then, of course, you know, we go back to the chorus one more time, and then the outro has the you know, think of me, girl, as your soldier through worlds of pain. 
I'm for ya. And I love how he, he makes he makes for you rhyme with soldier, which is is kind of remarkable that he kind of does that. Um, and yeah. just the kind of the pleading of to give an endless love, just kind of repeated as a, as kind of the instrumentation in the background kind of builds. And then just kind of it goes quiet again and we get the kind of introduction for the beginning and he just kind of says to you. Oh, yeah. I really love how it kind of wraps around in that way. Maybe it's not like a cycle where you're listening to the same the song over and over or like the song. It plays itself over and over like a, a Mobius strip of a song. But it, I do like just how it does wrap around with that same kind of instrument instrumentation at the beginning. I'm sorry. I'm still just thinking about the reviewer <laughs> and how he's talking about and comparing it to what's going on. I mean, calling yourself a soldier of uh, you know, not soldier of love because I just confuse that with uh, Shadow. <laughs> I think, um, but just think of me as your soldier, and then that is this is like coming right in the middle of, you know, of Vietnam, and right, and you know, it's not, and it's not looking. It's it's a soldier that doesn't want to destroy. It's a soldier that wants to truly build and be a loving person and get you through like the most difficult times. I. I got to find this person and like give him a piece of my mind and just say how wrong he was. Yeah. He probably knows. Well, yeah, I th- I think that, I mean, one of the reasons why I'm going off the Rolling Stone reviews that came out at the time um, uh, rather than kind of any re-release stuff is because I know that the reviews that came out for the first few albums of this of this run of albums were a bit more yeah. scathing than everything now which obviously acknowledges that this is stevie wonder's best um time like you know if if you're picking songs to rank in terms of like stevie wonder songs and i think there was an article actually a few months ago where the guardian did this and basically ranked every single stevie wonder song you know the top kind of like 20 or 30 are pretty much everything from kind of you know the the, the four albums after these first two um you know it's it's mm. it's basically everything from like talking book through to songs in the key of life like everything off those is like the top kind of 40 but i still think these first two albums as he was kind of finding his voice and kind of just kind of getting used to production and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. like the technical stuff of him kind of producing himself was obviously something which is like it's remarkable anyway like just that you're talking about this 21 year old who is putting down a drum track and then going back into the studio listening to it back then going back in and putting keyboards over and then doing the vocals and then doing backing vocals and then um you know in future years doing you know, five minute harmonica solos, like, like all of that stuff is in itself is kind of remarkable. But then that the result is so perfect is kind of crazy. Um, you yeah. know, and, and you know, Vince Letty himself, he you know, he was a, he was a, a contributing writer for Rolling Stone from 1970 until 1989, um, and then he went to work for uh, I think Village Voice, um, and he was there until like 2005. Um, but in in some like obviously Rolling Stone has you know since done like you know top five hundred songs of all time and whatever and it, most of the reviews for you know the Stevie Wonder songs that on these first two albums were kind of slighted a little bit by Vincelletti have kind of been reassessed as mm. classics. Um, so you know it's I don't know it's it's such a great song and just like the sentiment like you say it's not someone who you know he does say you know through worlds of hate I'm for you. Uh, though the darkness hits me ever hard. So it's like, obviously, he is the one who, in terms of their relationship, he's the one who wants to kind of take the pain. And that is, that's how he's going to be a soldier in this particular relationship. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's saying, you know, I'll stand long. Like, he's he's the one who's going to take the pain and, you know, protect her, which 
you know, it's a bit of a kind of patriarchal way to look at it. But, you know, this is a 21 year old in, you know, 1972 or whatever. So, like, I'm not I'm not going to judge Stevie Wonder for wanting to kind of protect his, you know, extremely young wife at the time. <laughs> you know, like that's that's something that I can kind of understand as a sentiment. Like it's I don't think even he's saying this is just like as a man. He's just saying as himself, like as Stevie Wonder, he wants to protect this person. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, I was leaning a little bit more there that it's not so much as a man. Here's what I'm going to do. It's just at, in this relationship, this is how much this hopefully I, on our terms. This is what I yeah. will do for and just you. Just that, you know, we are bound as two lovers. Just the way he sings that. It's, I don't know. Every There's like, I feel like uh, I'm going to have a hard time once I get past these first couple of albums, like grading most of the songs, because I think people are going to get tired of hearing five out of five. Uh, but in this case, this right. is this is a clear five out of five on this album. Some of the other tracks are a little bit oh, less absolutely. than that, but it's just such... And the fact that you can, and I have in the past, just stuck it, stick it on a loop, and you don't know where it starts or finishes. Like, it just... Like the kind of the opening instrumentation, the, apart from there's that kind of flourish at the end, so you kind of know the song's finished, but you can still hear that and then have it start over and it, and it just keeps going in a loop and it's just, um, you know, it just works really well. It's just such a, I don't know, it's just such a good, like, I think the first two songs in this album are, you know, a little kind of, you know, a little weaker, but as soon as you get to this song, it's like, okay, this is, this is what Stevie Wonder in, in the 70s is going to be like. It's going to be like extremely polished you know great lyrics wonderful kind of like delivery everything about it is just going to be and that's kind of you know in, yeah. on on you know the next few albums after this he kind of perfected that and you know kind of ended up well you know he won grammy of the year like three out of four times <laughs> so um you know like it, it's clear that obviously he you know he was he was not only extremely accomplished but that was recognized by everybody else like um you know it just everyone kind of realized that everything he was doing was kind of um, so great. I would say at this point, he's still like he's still kind of forming ideas, um, you know. So he's still kind of getting used to it. But it's such this is such a clear five out of five. It's it's kind of oh absolutely yeah five five out of five it, yeah. And it kind of it just hit me instantly. I was shocked. I haven't really heard the song before, and I'm shocked it wasn't a single. Uh, it's I mean you know, growing I mean growing up in the in the '90s and the aughts, like this idea of B sides on the radio doesn't really resonate the same way it might have at the time so it, that's part of maybe that's part of it and you would have been an easy way to hear it but otherwise yeah by about five kind of instantly fell in love with it um well then let's go to any plugs is there anything that you wish to plug Elliot? uh you can find me on twitter at eh wallace uh if uh, you want to follow some of the cookie stuff i do on instagram as in going to video game conventions uh that is at Elliot. Uh, H. Wallace. And you can find us on Twitter uh, for this particular project at Stevie by Wonder. Um, so thanks, Ms. Wolf, for being my guest here today, Elliot. Thank you very much. And otherwise, goodbye. Yeah.